Oh. You can go first. <laughs> well, I guess I really don't have much of a funny story. Well, actually, I do. My sister Stewie. Mm -hmm. So I was just minding my own business last week and I got a text and my sister. And my sister Stewie legit said, dumb fuck probably got came down with COVID. I already know who dumb fuck is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read her Jack. Dumb fuck officially has kept COVID. Prior to this, he was in everyone's face and he wouldn't give the fuck because he swore he has allergies. Everyone has COVID now. So of course she was pissed off at Munchie's father for getting COVID and say, it's allergies. So when it wasn't fucking allergies, but I'm guessing on the bright side, Munchie and Stewie don't have COVID, surprisingly, after being the same area as a quote unquote dumb fuck. Well, that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so uh, speaking of uh symptoms i did i got sick earlier this week i don't people can probably kind of tell from my voice that i still sound kind of sick i'm perfectly fine now um but you know the texas houston is being so weird weather wise right now like literally on yeah. friday it was 73 degrees and today it's 40 like 45 so like yeah. it's just it's been so weird for like the past couple of days we don't know what to do with ourselves but um i was sick from like monday to wednesday and then my parents came by on thursday yes my parents came by on thursday to drop off they had they had been keeping uh, a piece of furniture for me. It was my TV mm -hmm. cabinet. So they came by to drop it off and like, you know, rearrange some stuff in my apartment because I needed help, right? Right. So they like, they like my friends already know this, but they totally reconfigured like my uh my living room, like my couch, like where I'm sitting right now is where my couch used to be. <laughs> and then like they moved it over there. You can see it behind me. And so my desk is right here now and my TV is over there. But like so they did all that and then it was time for them to hang up the pictures, right? And at that point I was kind of just like, I mean y'all don't have to like stay and do that. Like you can go, right? Um but like they were trying to figure out where to hang this like giant ass like butterfly like like piece of artwork that I have and they were going to mm -hmm. try to hang it like cuz it's like it's really it's like horizontally it's really long. They were going to try mm -hmm. to hang it like um, I mean, vertically, it's really long. They were just trying to hang it horizontally along that raw, but there was no way they could do it. And so then my dad walks in. Mind you, both my parents are in housing. So they're both, my mom is an interior designer. My dad is basically like, his dad was a bricklayer. He knows how to do every single thing like around a house pretty much. And mm -hmm. he sells houses for a living. And so like, he walks into my bedroom where... I was like, we'll just put the art there somewhere. I don't know. And he walks to my bedroom. And instead of going, oh, Nicolette, where do you want this? He goes, Londa, where do you want this piece of art, right? <laughs> um, this is my apartment. That's not my check. Uh, why are you, why are you like asking my mom where to hang my art, right? <laughs> and so, but they didn't end up hanging it. They, they basically left. They hung, like I have a piece of artwork above my desk. They hung that, but like, they were like, you know, we're going because my mom has an aversion to being in, I live in Katy now. My mom has an aversion to being in Katy past 3 p.m. 
<laughs> she doesn't like it like because traffic is terrible like going down oh, yeah. where they live um but they were here till four and so I was like I mean you're gonna hit traffic regardless now I'm so sorry like so but <laughs> like because they didn't get here till three I'm like it's your own fault like <laughs> so yeah those people are wild and it's just like why are you like and they kept just making decisions for me like like over here in like a corner was my shelf and I told them they didn't have to move it and my dad moved it right here and because he, he just did not care like I was like I just I didn't say I want it fine whatever so it's just like I just re- like you know resigned myself to the fact that my parents are control freaks um but yeah anyway happy new year welcome back to confrontational millennials i am nikki ali and i'm bill mars and sorry we kind of went on hiatus we were both sick for multiple reasons because i said we are texas girls and the sudden change of temperature just fucks us up i mean it gave me a stuffy nose it gave me a sore throat so (laughs) i hate it (laughs) yeah i had a whole fucking fever like people were like do you have covid and i'm like i'm pretty sure i don't but i don't know to this day if i had covid or not (laughs) i was in my apartment so it didn't really matter like the whole time but i was just like and it's been five days since like, so I'm like, listen, I'm fine. Um, yeah, so happy new year. Um, it's probably gonna be a little short today. I say that, but who knows how long we're gonna talk. Um, and it's not gonna be in a regular format because again, like uh, you know, when I tell you it, it's been a wild week and I was not, we were not prepared. Um, yeah. So let's start off Belmar's we're talking about our new year's resolutions um so what what are some of yours this year well one i'm guessing is to uh be healthy try to lose weight i mean i started on the new app mm-hmm. i also picked up martial well i'm still doing muay thai started <laughs> last year hopefully i can pick up jiu-jitsu if i can get employment get a new job uh probably get my master's and i guess do more professionally and safety like I got ASP certified um and also and also join different organizations and try to spend more time with family and friends so and also pick up Spanish okay good nice I'm doing I'm doing look sponsor us (laughs) and you too new (laughs) and you too new yeah exactly um okay cool I my new year's resolutions are to learn Korean I signed up for a Korean class um this year uh so it's gonna take the first semester is gonna be from January to May so like fingers crossed that like I do well I got a hundred on my first assignment so I yay yay. um but yeah it's a it's Mondays it's three hours a three-hour class and it's in person so I'm excited to potentially make new friends so that's one of my other ones is to make like new friends um especially friends that I can practice Korean with because (laughs) I love y'all but like none of my friends speak like none of my friends are like if I just started speaking, like, I knew how to say all of it. Like, they'd be like, I know you said hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, I definitely want to make some new friends to practice my Korean with. 
Um, another uh, New Year's resolution, I guess, that I have is that um, I want to get a little bit more into my spirituality. Um, I haven't really like defined it yet or anything like that, but I definitely want to explore that some more. And um, obviously, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy every year. I started off okay this year. Let's be like kind of clear because like I was sick. And so like all I had, <laughs> all I got to eat was fluids. And so I think my stomach shrunk a little bit in like the three or four days that I was sick because it was like, I wasn't feeding, I had no appetite and I wasn't feeding it. And so it was like, oh, I guess this is normal now. Um, But like, yeah, I definitely want to get eat healthier. I'm thinking about taking up like maybe... Um, I can't decide between doing pole dancing and doing um, kickboxing, which are two vastly different things. <laughs> vastly different. So like I have to I have to decide that. I also have to see if there's even like a way for me to do like pole dancing. I'm sure there's kickboxing here in Katie. I don't know if there's pole dancing. Um, and so uh, and then what's another oh I also want to start my um my uh, game show this year so yay I know so yeah those are just those are a couple of the things that I wanted to accomplish this year um yeah and those are my new year's resolutions and goals um cool so we've got that down um is there like, is there any, are you like, is there any way you're holding yourself accountable to complete these Belmars? Like, is there something? Yeah, I'm guessing I had a good head start with my Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. I try to go at least two times a week, mm-hmm. maybe three, but I'm just lazy. So I just stick to two, like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And I have like the new map and I guess I'm changing what I mean by what is healthy because right. many times a lot of people are very <laughs> all or nothing when they try to lose weight like oh I need to eat salads every day I need to drink water every day I just think so now I just realize okay I can still enjoy time out like if I'm going to BJ's I'm going to eat a bazooki so and probably next day. And I understand how body works because sometimes I can be eating healthy for a week, no changes. So like look at different types of variables. So the scale doesn't lie, but it doesn't tell the absolute truth. So what I also do is also take measuring tape and put it across my waist, see if I lost any inches and also progress pictures. Mm-hmm. So there's a picture, well, compromising picture of me in a bikini on my phone and like every 10 pounds or like five to 10 pounds or every month I take a picture. <laughs> he has needs. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, cool. That's, that's good. Um, Obviously, since I'm in a Korean class now, which is like the difference, because I have tried to do Korean on my own, but I know that I am bad at holding myself accountable. Like right. I'll set like little goals for myself and then something else will happen and I won't do it. So now that I'm in a class, I have homework due every Sunday. Like I have to practice if I'm going to be able to do my homework. And so that's good motivation. Also, like that was what I was talking about with making new friends and speaking Korean. If I can manage, I haven't been to physical class yet because it is physical. We have to go to the like, we have to go to a place 
the Asia Society in Houston to take right. our classes every week. So I haven't been there yet, but I'm going not tomorrow, but next week. So yeah, so if I can manage to make friends and like speak, be able to like practice with them, I think that that will really help. Um, so yeah, like having homework due, knowing that I have, like she's already like, I'm kind of excited because one of the projects that we have to present is like, we literally have to present a K-pop song. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we have to recite it and then like translate it. I don't know. But like, so like the, we have like projects and stuff coming. Like we have, we have do and we have homework. So that's good for me to like make myself practice. You know, like I have to, if I want to do well on my homework. Um, and I think you also get a reward if you're like the top student in class. And I'm like, oh man, yeah, I really get to feel like I'm in a Korean school now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I really, uh, I, that's good for me holding accountability. That's why I signed up for it this week, year. And I would say like, if you're the type of person, because it's really like, you have to really, really want something to get it done. And I think statistic wise, people have said like especially when people like work out and stuff like that they decide to lose weight like as a new year's resolution by week three you kind of like pitched off and like nosedived right and so you're the type of person who knows that you cannot keep yourself self-accountable um which i think for a lot of people is true especially because like when it comes to working out, if you haven't done it before, it doesn't feel good. Like the first yeah. times, it doesn't, I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't feel good. Like every time I go back in, like next week, I'm going to try to start working out again. I know it's going to fucking suck because even yeah. though like, it's only been like, I've only not worked out now for like two weeks. It's going to like every single time I have to start over, it fucking sucks. And so like, you if you know you're not the type of person to be able to like self like hold yourself accountable like join a group of people that are going to push you um I think that that's really like join a workout group uh you know maybe join like a program like Noom like Belmars is doing and I think Noom is really it's really interesting and different because it doesn't just do exercise or just food like it doesn't give you a food plan or it's like it's a psychological thing it's yeah like, you know that you eat when you're in front of the television like you've been socialized it will help you break that kind of cycle yeah and so um if you have to do it that way then that's the way that you should do it but like accountability is the hardest hardest thing when you come up with new goals and so like you know, if you need another person to kind of be like, hey, hey, did you do your 10 laps today? Then that's what you yeah. got to then that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, and what I like, especially with my Muay Thai class, it kind of pushes you as well. Like if everyone's holding the plank for like 30 seconds, I'm thinking I don't want to be the weakest link. Right. So I'm push myself through. I'm thinking, wow, I never knew I could be that strong. Exactly. So like if it join a group, join a class if you know you're a competitive person, like definitely join a class or like a program that like rewards you or some sort so that you can, like, if you don't want to like 
maybe like you're kind of like health conscientious and you're afraid of joining a class right now because of the situation that we're all in like in like I don't know like if you have a Peloton bike or you have like a like a did like some sort of like tracking program like join your work I know like most people's corporate jobs they have some sort of weird workout program or eating program where you join and they'll show you scores and you'll be all like oh no I gotta beat Sandra from fucking accounting like like she's she's so like you know like do that like you know you're an overly like you're an overly competitive person I'm not so that's not gonna work for me like so you have to you have to tailor these things to yourself right so like Bell Mars is like I'm not trying to look like the weakest person in class Nikki Alley doesn't care about that okay like when it comes to when it comes to like you know if I know I'm gonna collapse I'm just gonna have to fucking collapse sorry guys but like you know like if you but if you're a competitive person if you're not a competitive person maybe it's about you need your 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 thing is praise like I I am I'm I'm a words of affirmation kind of girl and so when people are like oh my god like I won't shut up about the fact that I got a perfect score on my homework because my teacher praised me so I'm saying praise me okay yeah. and I was like yeah yeah I did it <laughs> right like yeah because um, like a lot of times they're like push through we have to do power punches in class and thinking come on dig through push push you can do it and do all this doesn't thinking okay need to dig through whatever's in me they power through this round exactly so you have to tailor to your specific to who you know you are as a person and I think like you also have to like you know um you have to set your goals realistically right right and when I say realistically and like tailor it to you as a specific person I mean like don't try to like tell yourself you're gonna lose like 10 pounds in a month that's yeah like it that's a lot like that's a lot so like and you know that it's going to be especially hard for you the the like the first month is the hardest right. when you're trying to do anything because again especially if you're trying to lose weight like you're trying to work out that shit is going to suck for like a solid two weeks like you're going to be all like i hate this it's not your body is not used to it it takes 21 days to build a habit And so like your body has to get used to the fact that you're maybe feeding it, you're feeding it different things. You're making it do different things. Like you're so like, you're going to literally be all like, I don't want to do this tomorrow, but you have to have like some sort of motivation the next day. And like, if you know, you can't do it every single day, do it every other day, do it, build yourself up. Like, yeah, just do it. right yeah like so like the first week two days two days out the first week you exercise the for like an hour a day 45 minutes whatever then the next week you push it a little bit more maybe you only still to do two two days but you had 15 minutes onto those two days like you gotta like get yourself used to these things because if you try to push yourself too hard at first you will be like I'm not going back I hate this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you have- Yeah, it's like a pendulum. I mean, you go far away and do this cold turkey and thinking, no, forget that. I'm going back and I'm going to be stuck like this. Exactly. So like, you got to, you got to get yourself used to And that's with everything. That's not just with losing weight. Like last night when I was practicing Korean, I did it for about an hour and a half. 
I did an hour and a half of practice. And so I'm going to like increase that the next week so that I can get some more practice in. Um, because I know that like my brain is not used to like looking at symbols. Like, you know, it's used to A, B, C, D. It's not used to a circle, a line, and then another line under the line. Okay. It's like, what the fuck am I looking at? But like, you know, you got to like incrementally increase these things so that you know, before you know it, you're doing two hours at the gym, four days a week, and you don't even know how you got there. You just kind of walked yourself there, right? Or yeah. I'm doing two hours a day, every day, practicing Korean, just like around yeah. my house or something. Like, and it's just like, you know, I just kind of like, I smoothly got there. Like you just yeah. trick yourself. You're literally trying to trick yourself into a routine. Okay. Like yeah. And I think it's also true. Cause I think it's one thing I remember reading, I read, it's kind of like, uh, well, I'm, I'm a procrastinator and you know, I'm like the type of procrastinator thinking, huh, I should study. Well, it's seven Oh five. Maybe you do it when it's at eight. Well, it's eight Oh one. Maybe do it at nine. And I always find reasons to do shit later versus, okay, probably need to find reasons to do it now. So like, okay, like the dishes and I'm going to do it after my show thinking, or I can probably do it now. So therefore I'm more justified in being lazy to just watch crap loads of netflix so just for kind of find like a logic reason instead of like doing things later just reason yourself to do it now it could be stupid because i have stupid reasons not why i'm not going to do things right exactly like i i have that same line of thinking as well like i'll be like oh i'll start doing something at nine and then i'll look up and it'll be 905 and i'll be like oh fuck i guess <laughs> i have to wait now and it's like you don't know so it's and it takes like it takes retraining your brain because again, when your brain is used to something, trying to make it do something else is just like, so you have to use that same logic and reasoning. Like you look up and it's 8.09, you're like, okay, I'm gonna do it now. Because like, because <laughs> it's just cause it's 8.09. Like yeah. that seems like a perfect time for me to start. Like, you know, like I was in literally in the middle of an episode of like selling Tampa when like I was like I'm gonna practice Korean and I just stopped and I just pulled my laptop out and started practicing for no reason I was in the middle of an episode like it didn't matter but like you basically have to just like trick your brain and like that's what that's what I do as soon as I think about something and I know it's important and I know I need to do I just do it right then and there so I don't have time to overthink it I'm like okay <laughs> let's do it like you know so um yeah like you just have to, if you know you're a procrastinator, you got to trick your brain into just doing things as soon as you think about it. If you're like, if your memory is jogged to do something, just do it right then and fucking there. Right. Um, yeah. So did I say how I was holding? Okay. So with Korean, I'm holding myself accountable because I'm in a class. Um, with this other stuff, um, I literally, so I have learned like as a person that I have to put things in my face. So it literally makes it seem like I'm guilty. Like, <laughs> so like I have several whiteboards. And so on the whiteboard, I'm literally going to write like for, to hold myself accountable to start doing my, um, my, uh, my game show. Cause I'm yeah. still creating questions and stuff for it. Like, I'm literally going to be like, write five questions right now. Like not like in and out, just right now. And so it's going <laughs> to, and it's going to be all over the place. And so my brain is going to be like, okay, I don't like this. 
just so it's like it won't leave you alone it follows you everywhere right so it's just kind of like okay like I'll do it right now and then once I know I've done it I can like then be like okay that's for tomorrow for me to do again you know what I'm saying or and you erase it and you put something else maybe in another color like in red next time like okay now write twin questions like you know what I'm saying so yeah like if uh if you need to be like constantly reminded like you you know you're a type of person that like even if you think about it right then and there if you're in the middle of something else important you're gonna forget write it down stick it a whole bunch of random places so you can't ignore it and then like you know you'll you'll do it like because you'll be all like it'll literally be like a ghost that's haunting you like everywhere you go everywhere you turn (laughs) is this thing reminding you to do this other thing (laughs) yeah so that's an accountability thing um you could also set alarms I know alarms don't work for me because I'm very good at ignoring my alarms <laughs> I'm your type person that said like 20 alarms to make you I'm actually not which is crazy which like, I am in the office like in the morning I literally the alarm will go off once and I'll be awake I'll be like okay <laughs> I, I will I'll get up and I'll do it but like if I have an alarm like or a calendar thing to remember to do something I'll ignore that thing I'll ignore it I'll be like no I don't want to do it right now <laughs> so but if you know like you're the type of person who if you set an alarm in the morning and you get up immediately so you won't like loud noises startle you and you can retract your brain to into doing whatever your alarm and do that I can't do it because I'm great at ignoring my calendar and my phone and shit like that but like do it like and uh maybe what's what's wrong is that I don't have it like on every single device that I own like maybe that's part of it I don't know but like yeah so it doesn't work for me but if it works for y'all that's a good accountability method just to have it on your phone on your computer on your calendar and for me with duolingo and learning spanish the little owl thing you'd say hey you can have another lesson today you haven't had a lesson so i'm thinking okay i'm gonna keep my streak going and i've been practicing since like christmas of last year so keep that going as i study a little bit of spanish um i almost want to punch it because i'm pretty sure i didn't say si o no and properly, Mr. Dolingo Owl. Yeah. Adam or they, them owl. So <laughs> it's gender fluid. <laughs> yeah. So, and I do have like Dolingo, and I guess it's kind of like a competitive ness in me. Like, oh, you're also ranked against other people learning different types of languages. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to try practice a little bit more and learn different things. So I guess that accountability and I guess it kind of uses the same thing for studying because I'm also studying like safety, like industrial hygiene. So I like set, okay, I have like projects due this day, projects due that day. As soon as I get the syllabus, I'm marking on my calendar to remind myself, hey, this homework's due next week. You should probably get started on it or this do next week and, or you want to go do more volunteer stuff, don't forget to go sign up on this day. So, mm-hmm. and I guess another part of it is kind of going out of your comfort zone. So yeah. one thing for my job, I have to go out and start marketing with people. Cause I, the whole Indeed thing's probably not working for me so bad. So I'm thinking, okay, people need to know my face, mm-hmm. need to know my personality and know <laughs> that I'll be able to do the work. 
<laughs> so yeah. going to networking events, smoozing with the elder people who I feel to just tire, but you know, it's great. <laughs> I got three books from it. There you go. Um, yeah. So just think of different ways to keep yourself accountable. Um, because accountability is the hardest part about making goals for yourself. Um, and you know, you really want something. So if you really want something, you will do whatever you have to do to make right. sure that you accomplish that something. Um, okay. Let's talk about, um, so wait, no, what do you want to have? Uh, what do you want the outcome to be for each of your goals by the end of the year? <clears throat> so hopefully with my Spanish goal, I'll probably be a little bit better with communicating Spanish. And I know being bilingual in the job market, or at least know a lot more Spanish than I did before, because mm -hmm. it's a different way of learning Spanish. Uh, with my Muay Thai skills, I hope to be one, a better Muay Thai fighter, also lose some weight. And I guess spending more time with families and friends, I guess probably get to understand my friends a little bit more because I've been friends with them for a long time, like I've been friends with you since 2005 and my college friends since 2012. And then my work homies, so we're all just scattered around since so we left our job and hopefully get a job to get some employment, some dinero, get, <laughs> I won't be a broke bitch. <laughs> and also uh, probably work on my flexibility. So I'm thinking about, I guess that also motivates me to do more exercise outside of classes. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe you could probably go do more cardio outside of classes or lift more weights. And also I'm being a little bit more self-health conscious, especially with my partner and I, Rezium. Uh, we decided, okay, instead of, you know, going, eating at restaurants and then just chilling somewhere else, we should probably go like walk on trails. I mean, we went to the Bayou uh, Buffalo Preserve well, the Bayou uh, Nature Reserve, and we saw like two bison in person, which was really nice. Yeah. And then we went to the Flight Museum to get to see more of our Houston in our town. So it's a beautiful process. So hopefully a better, and also important, put my mental health first, because, you know, putting yourself first isn't selfish. No, I said can't set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And kind of like with the plane, they put the mask on yourself before you help anyone else because if you help other people, you're going to die. That's right. Yeah, and then you can't help other people, can you? If you're yeah. dead. I need help. Uh, so, yeah, those are all really good. Um, so as far as Korean, um, the way that the program runs, um, I can only take two classes a year um like two levels a year and so uh and the second level is online and so that's going to be wow. interesting um so yeah I hope to at least be able to be like semi-conversational in Spanish <laughs> I mean not Spanish in <laughs> Korean <laughs> semi-conversational in Korean by the time the year is over um I'm probably gonna annoy the hell out of my parents because I'm gonna call them Oma and Apa. <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, ma. that's like one of the 20 names I call my mom and then I'm gonna call my brother <laughs> 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 
Um, so yeah, I hope to be at least like to be conversational in Korean by the end of the year. Um, as far as losing weight, I don't ever set like a, like a, a, like a goal weight or like a number to myself because then like, I feel like I'm going to fixate on the number and it's like, I could go beyond that. Or like I could go not as far as that, but still feel good. And so my right. priority is to like feel good in my body and like feel healthy. You know what I'm saying? Have energy, yeah. be able to like, you know, not want to crash and burn like at 10 p.m. after only doing like, you know, bare minimum because I work from home. Like <laughs> why? Why am I exhausted? I mean, mentally, yes, it makes sense. But sometimes it's like, so that's some of what you're eating, bitch. <laughs> okay. So it's just like, yeah, that, that's my goal as far as like just to feel by the end of the year to feel like like exceptionally better, like to eat less, you know, like processed sugar and all of that, like kind of stuff so that I can, I'm not doing very well right now, but I was rewarding myself <laughs> because I was sick. Like, <laughs> so I was like little reward. Um, But yeah, um, that's my goal. And then I want to obviously like, um increase my flexibility um be able to defend myself because I am a woman who lives on her own and I need to be able to do that um and uh yeah just be stronger I think so that's my goals for that um as far as my um as far as my game show, I wanted at least film. I think my like my goal is to at least film three. This right. I don't know with who yet, and I don't know <laughs> where, but three. That's my goal. So <laughs> we're we're gonna figure it out. I'm just gonna keep I'm gonna keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, those are my, those are my goals by the end of the year. So I've done all that and maybe more like, who knows? Yeah. Like, you know, that's why I keep, and I think that's important for people. Like when you have goals, sorry, centered around, like, you know, losing weight or traveling or, or what have you is to like, if you like set yourself up to a number or like you, like, you know, you limit yourself that way I think I mean it really is it's limiting right like you can say that you know you want to lose like 50 pounds by the end of the year but like what if you just eat really well and like work out and like you know do the best that you can do every single day and just see where that gets you because you may be obsessed with getting to a certain goal weight but like yeah yeah like why yeah, like I, I understand like scale doesn't lie, but it doesn't tell the entire truth because, you know, many times when I'm working out, I hit a plateau and I'm thinking, OK, I'm not losing any weight. But then I find, oh, wait, I'm actually losing inches around my weight. So definitely I'm losing that fat around my midsection. Just the scale doesn't reflect that. Right. And so, yeah, I think like you have to like you have to kind of like what's the word I'm looking for examine why you want to be like a certain size like or so and for like if you're a woman let me say this if you're a woman and you want to reach a certain size 
why first of all because sizes are literally like created because of moods and like where the moon is in the sky and if they're on their period at the time or like you know like who dumped them last week like sizes are so arbitrary like don't ever try to like lose weight in order to fit a size because I right now I can tell you I'm like four different sizes and like, I'm not like that. Does It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Different stores are different things. Like clothing size is different. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, shoe sizes are different. Cause I actually went down a shoe size because <laughs> I had like uh, scientifically proven jacked up feet because I had bunionectomy. <laughs> and when I actually got it like in college, so I used to be like 10 and now I'm like a nine. Right. So don't like don't go by sizes at all and like that's just in america and four different sizes in america that's not even counting like other countries okay like because yeah. their sizing also off okay <laughs> it's also not counting men sizing because men sizing a little bit it's a little bit more uniform right i mean i like to take dude shirts because they're better at walmart because they're like better prints than like the girly stuff no offense to the girly section, but men's stuff is better and it's cheaper. So, right. and it's usually made with better materials, like women's shirts. Like I went to the store once with my friend with lemonade and like, she went into the men's section to get sweaters because sweaters in the women's section are thin as fuck. Like, yeah. like they're not made with as much material. It's like, they think that we don't need like, warmth and it's like that doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> same thing with razors like i now buy like men razors if i have to because it's cheaper and there's like better quality than like the female stuff and i'm guessing it's like store brand razors yes don't at me on this store brand razors if they're five they're fine and they're cheaper than like venus right so i mean like what the fuck are we talking about oh don't ever go like by sizing <laughs> that's what we're talking about but any like you know sizing and women and gender shit is stupid too but we'll get to that in another episode but like the sizing don't ever go by like a size or anything like it like don't ever try to be like i want to be a 10 girl like you you could probably be a 10 in some other country right now like i don't know like you know what i'm saying so don't ever go by size and like if you're trying I also feel like you shouldn't, but like, that's also somebody's prerogative, but you shouldn't want to lose weight to fit some sort of beauty standard because America's stupid. Like today, like, you know, literally like 10, 15 years ago, everybody wanted you to be this big. And now today being thick is like slim, thick is like the thing to be and it's yeah like, and i remember like back in the day it was bad to have a big butt and i remember i was being teased for having mm-hmm. a big butt but now everyone wants a big butt which exactly. i think was hilarious because before people wanted big boobs but then mm-hmm. now people are moving their breast implants to get butt implants exactly so you should never want to like you should never you you should want to look the way that you want to look not because of what Kim, Courtney, Kendall, Chloe, whatever the the K's, the KKK, KKKKK look like, okay, or anybody else in media, because literally like a year from now, everybody could go back to wanting big boobs and people are going to look at me like, where did you get those implants? And it's going to be like, bitch, genetics. Like, that's where I got these things from. So it's like, don't ever, don't ever do something because- yeah, Don't trace trends. Right, because they're trends for a reason. 
Yeah. Like, you know, so like if you want to be, you should, I think everybody should just aim to want to feel good in their body and feel healthy. Yeah. Um, Cause I want to be physically be able to like, I guess, do physically more things. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm guessing this may be rated R, but when I was working out and lifting weights, I had better sex. Life. That, hey. you know, I could be on top more cause my thighs were stronger. That, then I had bad form and messed up my knees. If you're going to lose weight for anything, do it because you want to be able to ride the D. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> or the face. Cause you know, everyone has a face. Yeah, or a face. So or a it does make a lot of things even when you're like physically fit and you work out. I mean, I wasn't skinny, but I can definitely hold my own. Exactly. And I think a good example of that is like Lizzo versus uh, Sweetie. Like Lizzo, she's a big girl, but if you ever seen her perform live, she twerks, sings, and plays the flute. And she doesn't get winded at all. Whereas, and she also, top of that, she's a vegan. Versus uh, Sweetie, I mean, yeah, she's a good shape, like um very slim but she eats like crap like she's a prison pallet hose like let me just she's a prison pallet but like and then like think last year i think either for new year's or probably like for around christmas concert she was getting pretty winded on stage and a lot of people say oh yeah she has pretty privilege because if Lizzo did the same thing people will be on her that's what i'm saying so like it's not about how you look on the outside because that means nothing lizzo healthy as shit she probably weighs more than me, but like she's far healthier than me. Like, I mean, the shit she does on the stage, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I can barely play the flute standing still. Okay. <laughs> this girl, like, literally can just like twerk her ass and play the flute at the same. No, I don't have time. And she, like, she's like, like, like beatboxing too beatboxing on a i can't do it so like i need y'all all to stop trying to come for that lady's neck just because she physically doesn't fit your standard she's healthier than you go argue with your mama yes and unless you're her doctor you really have no business to her health exactly so you i think everybody should just strive to be healthy no matter how outside that translates because again lizzo healthier than me she we don't look the same but like she's healthier than me like and I remember when I did Krav Maga a long time ago there was this like big (laughs) W.O. dude Mm -hmm. and he punched me got me and I got a little like bruise on the under my eye I mean it looked like a birthmark but I'm just thinking damn this dude can whoop my ass that's right so don't ever like judge your book by its cover guys that's also a thing that we should but like yeah like you should want to do these things to be healthy um and yeah and I think you should just make your goals as vague as possible and this is like the spirituality in me coming out but like like for instance I wrote down for like a was it was a 10-year plan no it was a five-year plan Mm -hmm. I wrote down a five-year plan I lost it when I was cleaning (laughs) up my apartment my other apartment that I was moving out of I found it and I had accomplished five things out of 10 on that list and I have two years left um so like I lost it again I have no idea what the fuck it is and I did that shit on purpose because like, because like when you, when you want something you write something down, but you don't say, I want this by this time. I want this by this time. You just kind of go, okay, it's going to happen in these many years. I said five. 
And again, I've accomplished five out of the 10 things on there. The other five things I think are like have a dog, which is why I'm so obsessed right now with having a dog. I think I forgot. Like, remember, we've been talking about this. I'm like, I want a puppy. Like for the last year, I've been like, I want a puppy. And then like, I found this list and I was like, oh, that's why. (laughs) Because the list is trying to manifest itself. And so like, one of them was like, have a puppy. Uh, like, I think it was the other one, like one of the other ones was start a charity. I don't remember, but like, it's just like, I have two years left for the rest of these five things. I think one of them maybe was move into a house. I probably that makes sense because then I'll be 30, like in two more years. Uh, so yeah. So it's just kind of like make that shit vague and like, don't give yourself, like, don't hold yourself to like a certain, just be like, oh, you know. I would like to, you know, do this by the end of the year. Yeah. And hell, hell, maybe it'll come sooner than that. You have no idea. So like, I think you should just be, I think you should be vague and you shouldn't put so much pressure on yourself because you can do a lot. I think you could do, especially like when it comes to losing weight, when it comes to um, maybe finding a job, when it comes to like things like that, you can do a lot more hurt than you can uh, help because sometimes if you have that in your face and like you have a timeline you can accept things that are not like we're are not worth it especially right. in the job realm like you accept things that are not worth it you can you can psychologically do a lot of harm to yourself with that kind of pressure and you're if you're trying to lose weight um yeah. so I think you have to be very careful um, when it comes yeah. to that those sorts of things yeah and also i think for the losing weight thing i guess the goals also look towards like other skill victories they like i know and the weight loss community they call it non-scale victories so i'm thinking what else have you accomplished besides the number on the scale mm-hmm. like okay i have better control of food or i have a better relationship with food like i don't have to like eat a whole pint of like Ben and Jerry ice cream when I get upset. So maybe you learn more about self-control. Another thing I want about Noom is that I, I guess in my family, I guess in our culture, uh, we always been conditioned to finish your plate. Like, oh, you're not leaning the table, you finish your plate. You have to eat everything Mm -hmm. on your plate. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, okay, there's also a good place to stop. So now I learned, okay, I don't have to eat everything on my plate. I can just take like half now and just save the half for later or just learn more about portion sizes, like with Whataburger, okay, I can get a small, I don't have to get a large. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just kind of have like a healthy relationship with food that I learned. And now I'm craving water more and I'm just down to only eating junk food like once a week. Because mm-hmm. so, six out of the seven days I eat healthy. I just need to work out more because I'm only doing like two times a week, but it's Muay Thai and it's crazy aggressive depends what coach I get some <laughs> coaches like oh you have to go run and do circuit training like for a good four minutes you have to do like abs you have to go punch you need to go do the heavy rope I'm thinking I'm gonna die <laughs> um others thinking no we're just gonna work on technique today and then you do 50 app uh do 50 crunches and then you can leave for today so I'm thinking or I might just pick up other goals I never thought of thinking huh I should probably make funny videos maybe get on TikTok because mm-hmm. I can just say the craziness with Muay Thai, like 50 crunches and thinking, <laughs> I don't want to do it. I want to get home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crunches are, crunches are, are mad. Um, but like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, you can, 
if you just kind of leave things open-ended you can you can accomplish a lot more I think and you can um you can learn I guess you can develop new goals like Belmar says and you can also kind of learn along the way like oh I said I wanted to lose 50 pounds but I've lost like 25 and I feel so great and I look so great I don't even know if I want to lose 25 more pounds maybe I just want to maintain this you know what I'm saying or like you know you maybe decide to go into like hell like a fighting style like taekwondo or something like that and then you discover like through that that you also like um running or something I don't know like when he makes you do laughs and you're like oh my god I love running so you're like I'm gonna go on hikes and I'm gonna do this and it's like it's it's really like if you don't just like like laser focus I think on just what you think you need like you can discover a lot more of what you actually need so yeah. Yeah, I think um I think that is a lot more beneficial for people. Um okay, I think we've like beat this beat our goals like with a you know, we beat a dead horse. So let's go on to like let's go on to some 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 what you call it goals. Some new year's goals. Yes. Um, that most people have. Yeah, according to country living Okay, number one is lose weight. <coughs> mm-hmm. Number two, eat healthier or change diet. Mm-hmm. Three, get better and take more exercise. It seems like those are the, almost all three the same. Yeah, they seem similar. Huh? Four, spend more time with family and friends. Five, be more aware and take care of mental health. Oh, yes, we need that. Mm-hmm. Six, sort out finances and cut back spending seven travel more eight take up a new hobby sport or other interests nine be more environmentally friendly and 10 look for the new job look for a new job so i think um i think we've talked about like the first three of those a lot and like i said like i think um another thing that i think is really important is like to maybe work up to like a huge goal So let's, let's go from, let's go to travel more. So we're in a pandemic, (laughs) like it may not be possible for you to travel to Fiji right now. I don't know if they're open or not, but like, maybe it's not possible for you to go. Like, for instance, I wanted to go to Japan and South Korea this year. It's not going to happen mostly because I don't know if Japan is going to let me in. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) so instead I think a good like a good supplement of that goal is to like get out of your space more so travel doesn't have to be I get on a plane and I go to another country or I get on a plane and I go to another state travel can be I get in my car and I go to another part of town that I've never been to right or I get in uh or I take a bike and I bike around my city, hmm. you know, like you can do, or it could be, um, I get in my car and I go to another like city entirely for a weekend. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be again, like you get on a plane, you go somewhere, you get in a car, you go to another state, like something like that. It can be 
but like if that's just not in the like the cards for you like let's just say for instance like you don't have the money but like you desperately want to go to like I don't know like Florida why um like you I mean there's Orlando there right you want to go to Orlando, Florida, but you don't have the money right now to go. You can start saving up, obviously. But like, if you really feel like you need to get away and you live in like, I don't know, Chicago, get in your car and like go to another place in. Why can't I remember the state that Chicago is? In? <laughs> Illinois. Yes, Illinois. Go somewhere else in Illinois. You know, go somewhere else in, or go next door to I don't know. Or if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, what else does Georgia look like? Yeah. Hell, like make it a mini staycation. Like, you know, like you you want to go to somewhere else, but you can't uh, go to a really, a really weird a- Airbnb in your city and like just experience it like you're a tourist. So like, I know like Belmarsh's Mission, Georgia, there's a weird, there's like an alpaca, like Airbnb in Georgia. Like it's like an alpaca treehouse. Yeah. Like you could just rent this alpaca and they have like eight alpacas on the land that you can like feed and like you can do yoga with them, like all sorts of interesting stuff like that. And you live in a tree house like for a weekend. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like you just you there's so many things to like discover wherever you are. Like we especially when you've been like living in a place for so long, like you kind of become like blind to whatever area you're in. And you don't really like discover new things. And so, I mean, like there's a whole bunch of things that you can do. Like just take a weekend off, go. Like if there's a hotel you really, really wanted to stay in, go to that (laughs) hotel, give yourself a spa weekend or something. Like, and that's your like mini vacation. It's your travel. So yeah, I think you, you, you just need to, sometimes you just need to reframe, reframe whatever your goal is. Um, it doesn't always have to be something big and huge, especially if that's not financially in the cards for you, or maybe you're not mentally there yet or something like that. So, um, I think that's really important and, or like you work up to the big goal. So reframing your goal and then working up to the big goal is really important. Um, so yeah, so that's what you can do with travel. Um, let me see, what else did you say? Um, oh, hanging out with your friends and family. Um, You can make a standing date um, with like your friends. Like if it weren't for the fact that my brother moved away to a whole (laughs) other city in Texas, I wanted to, I wanted to have like a standing date with my brothers where like we had like brunch, like quarterly or something, but he's gone now. And so (laughs) all I have is is big head to go to brunch (laughs) with. So I may still go to brunch with him, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, yeah. Like you get together every so often. Like you just have that standing date. You're like, okay, it's brunch. Where you want to go? Like this, you know? Yeah. I mean, so with my siblings, besides my little brother, Star Dragon, all my siblings are all spread apart. Like my sister Stewie's in Louisiana, my other sister's in Arkansas. So we try to at least call each other. I mean, Stewie's getting better about answering her phone. So I'm happy <laughs> about that. He said, leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah you can if you're they're accessible you can have like a standing date um if they're not accessible you can have like a standing date for a zoom call or something like that or um you know you can host 
an event every so often. Like, you know, it's going to be your dad's birthday offer to have the event at your place or somewhere near your place and put it on. Um, so that way you can spend more time and then make it like, you know, you can make it more intimate or whatever. Um, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but yeah, like there's, there's a lots of ways that you can reframe like your goals. What else was, what else was on there? Um, another thing that was on here, let me pull it back up, uh, be more aware and take care of mental health. Yeah. Um, with mental health, there are apps for that. They're free. Better help. You don't have to go like, I think, I think a lot of people are kind of like worried about therapy because they don't know what therapy entails. You yeah. don't have to stick with a therapist if you're not comfortable with a therapist. You can switch yeah. whenever you want, especially if you're going in person. You pay enough money. If you're not vibing, gelling with that person, don't stay with them. Um, but you can switch therapists whenever you want. There's sliding scale therapy if you have to see somebody in person. Um, if you're going to do it over an app, Again, like it's 24 seven typically. So you can talk to somebody whenever. Um, and then you can look for like therapists that are especially inclined to like working with people like people of color, like first generation people, or if you're LBGT or you're probably undiagnosed and certain and mental capabilities. Yeah. Uh -huh. And things like that, depression, all of that, anxiety. There are people who specialize in that. If you're not, like, if you're uber religious and you're, like, you're not, you don't really believe in therapy, there is forms of therapy in churches and things like that, like guidance counselors or, like, spiritual counselors that you can talk to. You can try that if you want. Um, but, yeah, therapy is not just, like, you sitting on a chase lounge like this like with your hands over your head, like, oh, what was me? Let me tell you about my childhood when my mom spanked me for the first time. That's not, it's <laughs> not how therapy works, honestly. Like, I mean, it will eventually for you, but that's not, first session is never really like that. Um, so yeah, like you just like try it. You never know. Um, what else? Uh, or like mental, like with mental health, if you don't want to do therapy, like just cut out, like pay attention to kind of your life and cut out the things that you know you can cut out. So like, if you notice that like you get anxious every time you have to meet with your supervisor or something, talk, if, it's a, if you can talk to them about that, talk to them about that. You can't talk to them about that. Talk to your bigger boss about that you feel like you can't talk to anybody in your job, then you need a new job. <laughs> we are in an age now where I think I read on 2020, not, yeah, on 2020, they were doing, or no, 60 minutes, 60 minutes they were doing. And I think that was one of the things where I get a new job on 60 minutes. Yeah. They were talking about how like, there are more people who are like quitting their jobs or quit their jobs in the last couple of years. I mean that well, yeah, no, last couple of years. Oh my yeah, god, we've like been started in the pandemic. People yeah. are about aka the Great Resignation, which I'm also surprised that also happens in Europe as well. It's not just an American thing, right? I mean, because like, let's be real, like, in just because we're a developed nation does not mean we're fully developed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people still like 
have shitty working conditions and so there are people like yeah there are people who are resigning and like who know because they know they can get more um on unemployment than they can at this job so it's like you know it's important if you feel like you can't go look for something else look for something else because let me tell you something right now most of these companies if they're any good um desperately need you yeah (laughs) people people they need you more than you need them at this point so you know you don't have to stay anywhere that you don't feel like you're worthy or like is like where you don't feel like you're of worth and of value um so that's really important um or like if you really like the company but you hate your supervisor tell them give them an ultimatum hey it's either me or them who's more irreplaceable to you (laughs) girl like demand shit okay like i i'm gonna tell you something right now guess what today i had like a little i had a little tiff with my supervisor um she told me to do something i didn't do it (laughs) i didn't do it because i thought it wasn't smart so i just didn't do it and if she comes back at me and like she has a problem guess what oh well do it yourself then (laughs) you're that like you know you feel that type of way about it i'm not gonna do it though because i think it's i don't think it's smart so hey you do what you have to do like you know what i'm saying um but yeah you you demand what you want and what you need from any place of employment and don't they they don't owe you that you don't owe them your loyalty yeah Because people are also asking for more because I know one workplace where, okay, I'm a new parent and I'm driving an hour here. Can I work from home? Because, you know, a lot of office jobs can be work from home. The company says, no, you're going to lose an employee. Right. So it's like you say no at your own peril, because if you know you have a good worker, like, you know, you have somebody that makes you money. They're inventive. They have initiative. Like, are you really like how? How badly do you want to look for somebody else like me? Because I promise you, you may get somebody close, but they're not going to be me. So how, 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 how lucky do you feel? Like, like that's that, there you go. Like, that's the, like, you know, you know, right. So, um, okay. Um, all those things are good. All those things are, those are probably one of the, the most common new year's resolutions it's so like according to your circumstances you should make them fit the way that they need to fit in your life um because not everybody has a million dollars to go to i don't know uh timbuktu girl costa rica or like because they have to get a passport and it's whole thing it's a lot so i mean not everybody has that kind of money so you know you just gotta make it how you can make it not everybody has um you know the um the bandwidth to see their family and friends all the time so you gotta you 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 make that work how you have to make it work especially if you're an introvert you're like i want to spend time with my family but also i love to be alone so like you know what I'm yeah. saying? like just make like be all like, okay, I want to spend time with you, but we have to have like a quiet, like, let's just watch a movie or something and nobody talks. Yeah. And I guess you don't always have to see that family or friend. Cause I do believe that if that person's toxic on your life, you can <laughs> cut them out. That's right. 
Like when people ask me, like, you know, um, how many aunts I have on my dad's side, I only say two, even though he has three sisters. <laughs> yeah. Brothers, I have one, even though my other bastard of an older brother, he hasn't talked to me. There you go. I tried doing all a branch, but not working out. I mean, I feel sorry for my niece and his wife. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm a great auntie. I'm just disappointed that because the relationship between him and I, that I would would not have a relationship with my niece. But hey, but, that was, it's how he's chosen to prioritize his his relationship. So other yeah. people have to suffer, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Cause I was planning on starting some family shit and thinking, huh, it sounds like he abandoned his family, but I'm thinking, should I be the shit stirrer in my family? Part of me says yes. Why not? Yeah. Do it. Um, listen, my mom, as far as why I'm concerned, she didn't have a sister. <laughs> yeah, sister. That lady exposed me to COVID. She's dead to me. Um, she's dead to me. She knowingly exposed me to COVID. She's dead to me. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just you cut off, you have to cut off. Like, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. More important. You're always more important, babes. You're always more important. Uh they're always constantly putting you down, then just some fuck like, oh, you got him fat, bitch. <laughs> that right there, bitch. Like, oh, right. you don't have a man, no kid. Yeah, same as you. I ain't got no man. You're on your fifth. At least I get to be a hoe in peace with no kid. Yeah, like, oh no, you have like two different. Well, you have like seven different kids with five different men. You want to talk about how I'm living my life? Right. I ain't got no man, but at least I ain't got no kids and no STDs, Aunt Martha. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. I will be over here single and childless and living my best life. Like a bone give me an extra serving a pie. You just mind your mind your business. Mind your business. Drink some water and mind my business. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, so here we go. These are some maybe a little bit more unique. Um uh uh New Year's resolutions. If you have made them, you haven't made them yet. Because no, the lunar new year's is still coming up. So like you can you can like re-up, like you can change them. So this says do one new thing a month. So that's, that's interesting. Like, I like that one. Like, you know, if there's always things that you've wanted to do, like challenge yourself maybe, but like you maybe like are afraid to do them all at once, space them out, girl. Like if you wanted to go to that lesbian bar, go to the lesbian bar, like in February or something. Like like, there's always seasonal stuff that happens in town. So I'm thinking, hmm, like there's this pop-up bar I know in Houston that's based on like inspired by Naruto and My Hero Academia, but that's the swing. And like every, I think either every year is something different. Last year, I think was like SpongeBob with the uh, Krusty Krab theme. So I'm thinking- Mm -hmm sweet get tickets to see and get like a bowl of like ichirasu ramen that's right i love that so do one new thing a month go to an art installation um you know like if your if your thing is to get out more and see your city like you know subscribe to some newsletter that tells you what's going on in the city like every month or something and then pick like a new thing or like you've always wanted to do this challenge yourself to go do you want to go skydiving go to a skydiving place like one month like you know do something new challenge yourself I did that one year where like I challenged myself to do something new every single month it was really fun um okay this says save a small percentage of your paycheck yes um 
Yeah. Like if your goal again is to go to, I don't know, Costa Rica, like Belmar said, and you don't have the money, start saving like a small percent, save, like you can afford it, save like a hundred dollars. Yes. Start a high yield savings account. Yeah. Because regular savings account doesn't give you much money back. Doesn't give you shit. I'm trying, I'm looking into opening one this month at some point too, because I want to save up for, uh, um, Japan and um, Japan and South Korea. So I'm gonna open one up and put. I'm probably gonna put like half my savings in there right now, but I'm gonna add money to it so that you know I have a nice little pot for when I want to go. Um. So yeah, just save like it could be something as low five ten dollars. You put in put aside as much as you can, um, because like you know you're working for a reason yes make your money work for you so yeah do your bit for the environment sure one time i saw a video i think it was in south korea where this guy like threw some trash out his car and like the girl picked it up threw it back in his car and he acted like he was gonna try to get out and yell at her and this couple was passing by as she was going this way this couple was passing by this car at the same time and he was like and he was like oh i'm gonna open the door and this the man was like closer to the car he literally (laughs) shut his door and put his finger in his face and was like try me ho (laughs) (laughs) and i said yes that's right so yeah um do what you like if you want to like you know volunteer to go pick up trash at a lake cool um maybe if you're out at the beach like galveston beach because galveston beach definitely need are you listening people who live in houston (laughs) galveston pick up one piece of trash yes or if you're at home we have a recycling (coughs) program in your county utilize the recycling program in the county i need to recycle this bottle once i'm done using it or start using reusable bottles which i did like when i go to muay thai fill it up with water and just drink it down 24 fluid ounces of water gotta drink it gotta drink it so yeah do your do your bit you know what i'm saying not that like you like let me be clear not that you as an individual are responsible unless you own a, own a giant corporation for pollution or the environment being the way it is, but you know. Do our part, but big corporations, if you're listening, care about the environment. Yeah, and pay your goddamn taxes. Yeah, pay your taxes, damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Be kind to yourself and to others. Yes. 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 Me. Especially yourself, because I think people are harder on themselves than they are on others. Oh, yeah. I'm a lot nicer to Belmars than I am to myself. Here, <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicer to Nikki Alley. I'm thinking, oh, it's okay, Nikki Alley. It's me like, you're a piece of crap. So right. nicer to myself and just relax like, okay, do what you can. Treat yourself like your own best friend. Exactly. Yeah. If you have to lie to yourself and when you look in the mirror and be like, that's Belmars. <laughs> like, that's what you do. <laughs> you do so that you can be nice um yeah like just you know do something nice for yourself like every week like at the end of the work week be all like okay today i'm gonna do a face mask and i'm gonna lay in my tub and drink wine amazing or like i love like yeah face mask bath bombs mm -hmm. yeah pamper yourself who's over there Oh, he's just a star dragon in the background. Hi, star dragon. Um, <laughs> how are you nice to yourself? 
How are you being nice to yourself since you're in the room? Uh, nice, how am I being nice to myself? How are you being nice to yourself? Yeah, like mental health wise. Uh, I'm not really the best person. Uh, but I guess, I don't know. Make, think, think, make sure I think anything rational thoughts. Rational thoughts. That's actually a pretty good one because I'm thinking if I'm just irrational, like everyone hates you. I'm thinking, how does everyone hate you if everyone doesn't know you? I mean, you're just overthinking shit. That's right. Everyone can't hate you. They haven't met you. And also you're a delight. Like you have to like, you have to counteract those thoughts. Like, you know, with, with good things. Like, no, you're a delight. You know? um, let's see. This says change up your look. That's fair. Um, you can cut your hair. You can dye your hair. You can uh, try a new lipstick. Man or, or woman. <laughs> you can try different styles like huh i never try showing midriff off of my outfit but i should probably try it yeah wear shorts uh, more i'm actually wearing more of my muay thai shorts they're actually really nice and i'm thinking damn it should be illegal to have this much ass in muay thai shorts hey, <laughs> hey that's right you get two things in one you be nice to yourself and you change up your looks online <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like try some new clothes that you've never tried you know like just change you can just change one thing like you can be like this year i'm gonna wear more eyeshadow amazing yeah you know what just that little thing goes a long way you know what i'm saying yeah. and then before you know it you're a makeup expert by the end of the year <laughs> you know uh try a new west recipe each week this will go good if you're trying to you know manage your weight like you're like okay this week i'm gonna try to make um chickpea soup or something that sounds great yeah next week i like to use like chia seeds and i think for a while i was uh, experimenting with like spinach smoothies mm-hmm. and i may and also use like greek yogurt and since my father has cooking a lot he does a lot of keto recipes mm-hmm. some i like some i'm just thinking okay i cannot I don't feel good eating that much lard, but since that's part of keto. Oh, interesting. But hey, it's a hit or miss. Sometimes you got to try. So yeah, try a new recipe each week. Um, One week you can try stuffed pasta shells. The next week you can try, you know, um, some, uh, who knows, some chicken marsala or something. Another one of my favorite recipes I'm also experimenting with is ramen. Because mm-hmm. I know like general, like 99 cent ramen is actually high in sodium. So mm-hmm. I actually have this thing known as Naked Noodles. It's from this Asian owned company, mm-hmm. Asian American owned company that has like high protein, like ramen noodles would taste exactly like ramen. So I experiment with like different types of broth, like chicken, mm-hmm. egg, uh, probably chop up more vegetables in there. So and I love Asian foods. So I'm thinking, okay, probably experimenting, maybe make some pho if I could get good enough. But yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Yes. Uh, yeah, so try, challenge yourself. Try a new recipe. Um, and then finally, get more sleep. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> you see, like, I don't know if anybody just heard me yawn, but I yawned. Okay, so I I definitely I'm still recovering from this sickness, so I probably do need to a little bit more sleep. Um, but yeah, get more sleep. Uh especially like if you can work from home, girl, take you a nap. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are they doing? They're not monitoring you. It's your lunchtime. 
<laughs> during your work hour and then take your nap during your lunch hour like you know what i'm saying you could do it yeah. or probably stop bad habits i mean especially for me staying till three o'clock watching videos and stuff and netflix and youtube I mean, I learn a lot, but I'm thinking, okay, do I really need to stay up till 3 a.m. to watch this shit? Right. Do I need to stay up till 3 a.m. to learn the mating habits of ants? No. <laughs> but, you know, so, yeah, you got to get more some get some more sleep, even on the weekends. I know, like, you don't want to party, but, like, maybe go to bed by 1 a.m. or something. Like, you know, just a little extra. Yeah, I mean, if you're out with friends, that's one thing, but I'm just thinking probably every night. And especially if you know you have to wake up at like six o'clock for work, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. You really are. Because, like, you know, your brain needs that sleep, bro. It needs you sleep. Yeah, especially like as a woman, when it's that time of the month. Oh, yeah, it hit me really hard last week and I was feeling depressed. I'm thinking, I'm just feeling extra lethargic. I'm just extra sleepy. So yeah. Bruh. So yeah, get more sleep this year. Um, so those are seven uh actual accomplishable <laughs> uh, New Year's resolutions. Again, you frame these to fit your life. That's a very important thing. I'm going to keep emphasizing that. Um yeah. and yeah, don't beat yourself up if you don't hit your exact goals at least you started a routine you know what I'm saying yeah. at the very least you started something good so you know the fact is can you continue to maintain that yes and build good <laughs> habits that come from it mm-hmm. so yeah um everybody be kind to yourselves about your new year's resolutions um I also heard some really great advice somebody said um don't like there's nothing wrong with the you you are before new year's like so don't kind of go in expecting to be a whole new person in the new year everybody changes every single day a little bit right because that's what you want so like but know yourself know that you as yourself now are worthy and deserving of good things and nice things and that you know you uh you can accomplish things so you don't need to change yourself drastically to be able to reach your goals um and yeah like you know you're going to be better for trying than not trying at all right so I think at the end of the day, like, I think you should just be kind to yourself when it comes to these kinds of goals. And um, yeah, like, you know, change them, like, let let them be malleable all year. Um, And you see where it gets you. Yeah. And another advice I remember reading is that probably think about yourself in like three ways, you from the past, like you yesterday, Mm -hmm. you today, and how can you help for yourself with you for tomorrow? I mean, forgive yourself for what you did probably in the past. Like, okay, I forgive myself for like staying up to 3 a.m. this morning. Uh, But also at the same time, I am thankful that I managed to do like chores for myself. So I don't have to worry about it today. So for me for today, um, I'm drinking water. And for me for tomorrow, okay, I have like meal prep prep for tomorrow for the week. So I'm helping myself for my tomorrow and how can I help myself today so and also forgive myself and half five myself for everything I did yesterday for thank good job Belmars yesterday Belmars today help yourself with Belmars for tomorrow right I make sure to do that very often like if like I 
like my yesterday self did something nice. I'm like, oh, good job, Nikki Alley. <laughs> oh, thank God. You're so great. <laughs> like, you got to give yourself that praise. You know what I'm saying? And then the future you, when you do something from there, will be like, oh, thank God for today, Nikki Alley. <laughs> She's so good. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, celebrate the little wins, bruh. And just thank yourself because you're, you're awesome. Remember that. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take a break because I need more water. Um, <laughs> and even though my fridge is literally right there. And we'll be back and we'll um, help you tackle some of your relationship stuff. Yeah. There's some such things. Um, so we'll be right back. All right. Okay. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah. So I have this one Am I the Asshole? And then also I have already relationships for the worst girlfriend of the decade. So I'll get first with the, am I the asshole for causing a scene at my sister's wedding after I found out she tricked me into showing up without my boyfriend? All right, let's hear it. Okay. Hi, I, she's a 30-year-old female, okay. been with my boyfriend Ryan for over five years. I haven't told anyone yet, but I'm pregnant. It wasn't planned, but we decided to keep it. My family and Ryan have a good relationship, although they tend to have disagreements once in a while. My older sister's wedding was a week ago when I received my invitation. I read that the plus ones aren't allowed. It's it's either engaged or married partners. I didn't know what to feel about this, and I tried to contact my sister about this to see if she could make Ryan an exception, but she told me it's a rule that everyone has to follow. She She said she could talk to Ryan. Ryan said I should not miss my sister's wedding because of him and urged me to go. I feel guilty, but I decided to go anyway. Okay. When I showed up, I noticed guests have brought plus ones. I'm talking about family members that are neither engaged nor married. My three female cousins brought their jokes, their boyfriends, and even my aunt brought a friend from work. I was confused and angry. I walked into my sister and loudly demanded that she explain why I wasn't allowed to bring my boyfriend while everyone else was. She and her husband tried to get me to quiet down, but it was too late because there were people standing and watching us argue. My sister said I, I was disrupting the wedding over nothing, that I shouldn't make a big deal over it, but it was a big deal to, for me because Ryan was excluded like he was a stranger while my cousin's boyfriends weren't. Mom and aunt tried to get me to sit down, but I told my sister that Ryan is and always will be family. She's not disrespecting him by excluding him, by disrespecting me too in our relationship as well. Right. Well, not only that, but I told her the father, he's the father of my child, which is the family instantly guessed I was pregnant. I left after the argument and my family berated me later about making a scene at my sister's wedding and ruining everything she worked for. They also said it was low of me to indirectly announce my pregnancy like that and try to add insult to injury. My sister and her husband are expecting an apology now, but I'm responsibly demanding an apology for Ryan before we speak. Ryan is hurt, but says I shouldn't stay quiet and left. He said he doesn't want to be the reason my family relationship with my sister gets ruined as well as my family, but my family think I'm the one who messed up. Am I the asshole? Okay, so I in that story, I never heard her explain why he didn't get to be invited. Yeah. So that, so yeah, so she, I guess she didn't get an answer. Yeah, they said one person. What's the deal between Ryan and your family? Why didn't they want to be your sister's wedding? They said, like I said, they have a number of disagreements. My family always made comments about his occupation, which is law enforcement. He's a cop. Riley takes these comments as a joke and tries to ignore them, but my sister mainly the one with a heavily dislike towards him. Oh, so she spec she's speculating that she just the sister just didn't want him there because of his occupation. Like she just doesn't agree with his lifestyle. Okay. Um, are you the asshole? Uh no, fuck those people. Um, like you're I mean, 
Okay, I think of it this way, right? My mom, my mom has this kind of same sort of like, you know, um, take on our relationships where if this is the person that you've picked and this is the person that you want to be with, as long as they're not abusing you or like, like, you know, mentally like or physically hurting you in some way, shape or form, I have nothing to do with that relationship. I cannot comment on that relationship. I can't do anything to change that relationship. So if you want to be with this person, despite the fact that I don't like them, and I I'm wholeheartedly believe in being like one time making it clear to you that I don't like this person. Like if, and Belmars and like, like Kiwi know this, like if they, if I, if I hadn't liked either one of their real significant others, they were going to know. I was going to tell them. Like, <laughs> you just, I don't like them. But I also wouldn't have, I wouldn't have stopped hanging out with them. And I wouldn't have lectured them on it because it's their decision. It's your life. If you want to have this person in your life, I can't do anything to stop you. Um, so it, to just kind of exclude this man because you don't like him. I mean, I get that it's your event. But at the same time, when you've only would have had to interact with him, like what, maybe once if you really wanted to, like yeah. just for him to say congratulations, like you didn't have to like you didn't have to really interact with him like that. And like, are you saying like that you can't stomach interacting with this man just because he's a police officer for like what a couple hours again you are the bride like you are not going to be with your sister like this the whole time you're gonna have to interact with everyone and mingle with everyone anyway my my cousin when I had when we had her wedding like last year Mm -hmm. barely like talked to me like and I was in the wedding like just like (laughs) so it's just kind of like there there's you have far too many other things to do to worry about you know this man like I think it's petty like that's the only thing that you don't like about him and to exclude him is specifically him because you sent out her invitation with a lie on it to go that far and then to lie about it afterwards I would have rather you had just told me that you didn't want him to come because now like you look like a bitch uh, frankly at your own wedding because you lied like you lied and it's right there in front of everybody's face um that you lied to me and so I would have rather you just and then I could have chosen whether or not I wanted to go like because you you excluded someone I love from an event that you had so and if you were going to do that I could have said well fuck you I'm not coming yeah so I mean like the whole family is wrong like I don't really care like you like you lied to me I confronted you about it. I wasn't going to wait to do this somewhere privately and quietly. I, but I'm the wrong person to ask because if I'm offended enough, I'm going to make you look like an asshole. I'm going to humiliate you in front of everyone. I don't care. Uh, Embarrassment. I don't know her. Shame. Who is she? I don't have those things. If you, if you slight me, we're going to have it out wherever I decide to have it out. And if that's in the middle of your wedding, you should have thought about that bitch before you uh, insulted me and my man. Okay. So yeah. that was on you. Look at yourself in the mirror and don't be kind to yourself because that's what you did to me. Okay, ho. Um, so I don't No, You're not the asshole. Like you dealt with a problem in hand when you, could you have done it in a like more subtle manner? Sure. But fuck her. Cause she said, fuck your man for no good reason. And so 
listen, that whole family, I would literally, I mean, I guess I would have another talk with them. Like one more time, I'd be like, hey, this is how I feel. This is why I dealt with it in that manner at that time. I'm not going to say I'm sorry because she owes me an apology for um, excluding the person that I love from an event. Um, and fuck you. I can announce my pregnancy whenever the fuck I want in whatever manner I would like to announce my pregnancy. So like either you can give me an apology about uh, like you can get over the fact that I did what I did and you can tell me why you excluded my the, my baby's father or you can go fuck yourself. Those are your options. Yeah. So I'm not sure if we probably need more info because I'm thinking just because he's a cop or is it probably like more things there? Because the way she described Ryan, he seems like a very nice guy. Right. So definitely I had to say almost she's not the asshole. Almost everyone sucks here-ish. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely the sister is in the wrong for saying yeah. no plus ones. And then everyone else brings their plus ones. Like, oh, I just got the jokester boyfriend over here. Like, oh yeah, I just brought one of my friends from work. And then you're not just... I mean, just tell me straight up, I don't want Ryan there for one thing or another because I don't want to start trouble. If you just tell her that reason, that's probably understandable. So then now everyone looks uh, bad. And it does suck that she has to reveal her pregnancy in that way. But also, I'm just thinking you just need to check your sister. Yeah. Probably could have handled it better, but I can understand that she was really angry and that's why. Exactly. So, yeah, I agree. Um... Yeah, I just, I would tell my sister, hey, I'll apologize to you about doing that in the middle of your venue when you apologize for me about excluding my baby's father from this wedding. So when are you make the decision? It's the balls in your court because, you know, that, that really hurts. So yeah, no, I don't think she's the asshole. Your sister is the asshole. She started yeah. all this, honestly. If she didn't want it, if she didn't want no shit, she shit, she shouldn't have started no shit. Yeah, it should have just been. Um, so really, the only one that's probably not natural is probably you. Well, eh, kind of ish for what, how you acted, but I understand where you're coming from. But definitely the sister, and definitely not Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan seems like the only one who wasn't the asshole in this situation. Although he did kind of make you feel bad about the way you handled it I wouldn't have like I probably would have been like super like pleased with like my significant other if they had like stood up for me in that manner like even if it was public as fuck I would have been like babe I love you you. yes fuck your family (laughs) oh but teach his own so I get why he said that he doesn't want your family to break apart because of this, because of him. I would feel real bad if that was me too. And the possibility, but still like, you know, so. But they've been together for like five years. So yeah. yeah. It's not just a dude off the street that just got her knocked up. Yeah. Like he's, he's going to be a part of your lives now, whether you want to like, like it or not. So sorry. Like he's been here for five years. That's like if I tried to exclude my brother's girlfriend with which he's been together with her almost 10. I tried to exclude her from like, uh, that would make yeah. no fucking sense. Like that, he's going to be with that girl. Like forever. Yeah. Like I just, so say lobby. Um. All right, we're going to go to Reddit, my Reddit relationships question. I also have a Reddit relationships and am I the asshole question, but I'm going to okay. do my relationships question first. Okay, okay. so 
Uh, my boyfriend, he is a 45 year old male. This was posted 32 minutes ago. So I hope who, <laughs> I hope you uh, soothe me is listening to this the poster. Um, <laughs> my boyfriend who's a 45 year old male is claiming he doesn't know how to shop for groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been dating for two years. They have lived together for one year. His mom is coming to stay with them on short notice as his dad has fallen ill and is in hospital in the city that they live in. Um, she's 33 year old. She's a 33 year old female. She is running around cleaning the house and he's done quote unquote, his part. Literally that's it's in quotations. Mm-hmm. I asked him to get the groceries so I could prepare the room. We just got back from vacation and the room she's staying in is where I keep all my clothes. It's essentially a giant closet. So I'm moving all the racks to another room to accommodate. The bed linens need washing. The floor has to be mopped. I'm happy to have her stay with this with us as I'm sure she needs the support. I asked my boyfriend to go get groceries and made a very detailed list, like one pound of mushrooms, a package of sage, shredded mozzarella, etc. He acted like he didn't know how to do those things. What's in LBS, like pounds? What shredded cheese? What is butter? What is a butternut squash? Now he's refusing to go get groceries and has insisted that I do it myself. I don't have time. Keep in mind as well that I cook every single meal and do all the cleaning for it, which will be expected of me when she is here. I told him if he doesn't get the groceries, then he will have to figure out what to cook for his mother himself, which went over like a lead balloon. I always buy all the groceries, do all the cooking and clean up everything. That was your first mistake. This is me interjecting. (laughs) That was your, that's a mistake. I just need help one time. And the fact that a 45 year old man can't get groceries makes me want to come unglued. I'm keeping deadly calm because I'm sure he's stressed as well, but I need the help. He's already going out to the store to get other things. Just won't get the groceries while he's there. How do I make him understand how utterly absurd this is? Or am I being the jerk because his dad is ill? Um, Thoughts? Okay, that sounds like weaponized incompetence. Like, oh, I don't even know how to shop for groceries. I mean, is it, I mean, only thing I can think of that's probably an excuse is like, did he had a wealthy upbringing where he doesn't know what a fucking vacuum is? Or the fact is, does he um, also, did he have a wealthy upbringing or did he always have someone else to cook for him like oh did he live with roommates up until this point or did his mommy did everything for him up to this point I mean that's the only thing that I could probably think but if he generally doesn't know how to do that I mean of course the woman in me thinking okay your girlfriend doing wifey duty so you need your back but yeah that's really suspicious I'm just thinking okay uh, just say, babe, just do the best you could. LBS means pounds. Just get some groceries because, you know, she may not always be able to do it because what if she gets sick? He can't just get groceries. He's just going to order takeout. That's a lot of money. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is weaponized incompetence. Um, men like to do this shit all the time where they act like, well, they're either there's either two reasons for this, right? Like, especially with the grocery shopping thing, they'll either be all like, oh, I can't do it, like, because I've never done it before, right? Which is a legitimate thing. Like, men will live with their mothers or whatever for however long. They'll never have to go to a grocery store to shop for shit. And so they won't know what to actually do. But the correct answer to that is to be like, okay, well, I'll call you if I need something. Like if I'm in the store and I need help, every single fucking phone has a camera on it now. Yes. That's what uh, video calling is for. Like, babe, is this the thing that I need to get? Okay, then. 
that's all that's the correct answer to I like I don't know how to grocery shop because I've never done it before there are some men though who will do this thing that where they were purposely botch up grocery shopping so that they don't have to do it so that you will like the woman of the relationship will do it and they then get to be like yay I don't have to do it anymore (laughs) and it's like not bitch you're gonna keep going until you get it right you just call me if you need something ho you go to the store and you go so because there's a difference right like my mom now has started making my dad go to the grocery store like when she doesn't want to um because like so with my dad it's different my dad knows how to grocery shop it's not that he is incapable of grocery shopping it's just that that man doesn't pay attention to prices he doesn't care about prices of shit okay my mom is like stingily frugal like she's like if um like don't pay such and such for a pound of meat or something like we're not doing that here right my dad does and then also when he's at the grocery store he'll get shit that they don't need like he'll get like you know candy cookies like you know things that are not on the list which is why she doesn't make him go to the store all the time but she needs something bad she'll make him go to the store okay so like so I, either this man is one of two things. Like he never had to grocery shop. It doesn't make sense because he's 45 years old. And if he hasn't lived with his mother for a good while, are you telling me that he was in a relationship the whole entire time? Like he just yeah. made every single woman like go and grocery shop for them. Like, and they've only been living together a year. So we don't yeah. know his like living situation. Does he live alone? Does he just eat takeout? Because there are men who do that. Just eat takeout every day. They don't yeah. cook. Um, and it's just like, okay, fine. And like, but then also let's think about it like this. Okay, fine. You don't want to go grocery shop yourself? Pay someone to do it for you then. Yes. Because I'm not doing it. You can fork out the money to have somebody at Kroger go grocery shopping for you if you don't want to do it so badly. That's what I would say. Those are your options. Either you have somebody, you give somebody this list to go shop for us at Walmart, the Walmart, or you go to the Walmart and you pick it up yourself. The you Walmarts, the Krogers. I mean, there's virtual shopping. Like, okay, just do 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 on the phone and Krogers, and you just pick up the groceries. It's not that hard. There is no way. See, that was your that was your problem. Every single person I need everyone to listen to me, especially women, but like men who are in relationships with like other men or whatever, like and your man doesn't know how to cook or he's cook or clean or whatever. The, don't get in a relationship with him. Don't do that. Don't get in a relationship. With him. And if you are, you better set the boundary. Uh, you're living together. You better set that. You better set that expectation quickly. Be like, hey, if I live here. And I'm paying rent and I'm paying bills and all that. You are going to have to do your part. Like you're going to put your dishes in the fucking dishwasher. You're going to sweep after yourself. You're going to pick up after yourself. You're going to help me cook every week. We're going to take on a new, like, we're going to take on a new, like a new year's resolution. We're going to try a new recipe every week. And you're going to help me. You're my sous chef now. Isn't that fun? (laughs) Yay. Like, uh, uh, we are not, we are no longer in like the early, like I'm not the whatever, like I don't even know what the proper time at like era of time that is. We're not in it anymore. Fuck that. We're in now. We're in 2022. 
You better make that man cook clean and all the other shit, or he can pack his shit and go. Pack your knives and go, Padma. We're not doing <laughs> that shit anymore, okay? You're a grown adult. You better get in that grocery store, figure out what a pound of mushroom is, mushrooms is and come your ass back here with the groceries, okay? Yeah. Gonna... Girl. I mean, it's just a porn to learn those basic skills as a human being to live. Mommy goes out of town, but they can't eat. You have to learn how, I mean, I'm not sure if he hasn't done it in a long time. Doesn't mean, you can always learn how, so. And I'm just thinking, how would your mom feel about that? Like, oh, I'm sorry, your 45-year-old son didn't fucking, doesn't know how to shop for groceries. Depending on how the mom is, you think either A, she'll be ashamed or B, like, that's, unless it's, like, more traditional family. Oh, that's women's work. Right. And then if it is, fuck her. Um, But, like, listen, like, I would say to you, um, you don't have to make him understand how utterly absurd this is. You just have to make the boundary known. You have to let him know now. Like, hey, I'm not going to be doing, I'm not going to be cleaning up after you and your mama and cooking for you and your mama. You know what I'm saying? You have to help. You have to do something. And this is what I expect you to do, A, B, C, D, E. Right. Put your foot down. Do not let this man act like he is a fucking tough. He is 45 fucking years old. He has been on this earth 45 years. What? It's 2022. How many? He was born in 19, like what? 70, like... Like, if he don't know how to fucking grocery shop after being here since 1970, whatever the fuck that is. uh, Since the 1970s. Right. We'll just go with that. The late 1970s. Then he has failed as a human being. Like, his mama never taken grocery shopping? Fuck that. Uh Uh-uh. You put your goddamn foot down. That is a no. You're not being a jerk because his dad is ill. He can fucking do something. around the house okay it's not like he has to go stay with that man every night he's gonna be at your house or y'all's house however that works out he's gonna be in your bed so if he wants to enjoy the comfort of his bed and not the fucking floor not even the couch ho the fucking floor then he will go his ass took down to the kroger the heb the costco and he will get whatever the fuck that i need anyway yes girl that's what you say to him okay and everybody else don't you dare let these men act like that they are they are incapable of doing shit you a grown-ass man you can make your own money you can do a job you can go to the grocery store yeah i mean they're the type of guys i'm not sure if they play video games (laughs) i mean they research how to play video games they research how to look up cars they can probably know how to do those damn things I don't want to hear it. You can push a vacuum. You can go to the grocery store. You can clean a dish. You better go do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. And unless they're hella wealthy and they never have to clean anything in their life, there's less of an excuse to not to not know how to cook or clean. Even if you did have that, the appropriate response, if you've never done something is just to be like, okay, babe, I'm going to try. And if I have, if I have questions, I can call you. Right. Okay. That's that's the response fucking <laughs> anyway go to your next one Belmar. 
Well, this one is I read off a Reddit update from Broken PS4, Broken Soul. Mm-hmm. Been posted a year ago. So it has one part of the story and then the update. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 28-year-old male, uh-huh. my girlfriend, 26-year-old female, broke my PlayStation 4 and doesn't understand why I'm upset. I don't really know where to go from here. Mm-hmm. Some background. During quarantine, I've been playing my PlayStation 4, PS4 a lot more. I was able to finish up some stories, complete some big games in my free time in the last few months. Right. It was a great escape for me. My girlfriend, Liz, never fully got it, but she understood I liked playing and it made me happy. I told her I was really looking forward to the PS5 and I was hoping to get one soon. I missed out on the pre-order and initial shipping, was, so I guess a bit sad for a while, but I knew I would eventually get one when the craze settled down whether it was next year or the year after. Her friend, Kat, also knew of this because her boyfriend's looking forward to the new Xbox. This is what happened today. This is when when shit got bad. I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, finishing up some last achievements when Liz came to the room with Kat. I said, hey, babe, how was your day? And without warning, she pulled the PS4 out of the wall and smashed it on the ground. She then took a hammer, smashed whatever pieces were left, this happened within 20 to 30 seconds. I just looked at her shock. I asked, what happened? Why did you do that? Did I did something that make you mad? This one I noticed Kat was recording everything with her phone. Liz walks away, then comes back and shows me a PS5 box. I don't, I still didn't react. She said, Merry early Christmas. I just walked out of the room and go to the bedroom and lock the door. Liz come knocking an hour later and asked, what's wrong? I thought you wanted the PS5. I told her I couldn't even think about being, about that because literally she destroyed a part of my life that I created over the last five years. Mm-hmm. I explained to her that she just ruined hundreds of hours of gameplay and saves I have built up. Liz just says, well, can't you just do it again? This one I walked out and left the apartment. I came back a couple hours later with Kat and Liz now both showing off the PF5 to me. Kat says, look, Liz worked very hard to get. We just want to make you happy. I asked Kat, why was she recording? She said that some person on TikTok or Instagram did something to their boyfriend. They were happy. Apparently, that's where they got the idea from. A girlfriend came in, broke the PS4, and then they gave him a PS5, and everyone cheered or something. I still can't believe it. They wanted to make a video, and that speared me as the guy. I told Kat a lot of my life was on that PS4, and it's all gone. Side note. Yes, I know. I have should have backed up on the cloud. I did for some of my games, but a lot of them I just kept on PS4. I have hundreds of hours from the Witcher 3, Kingdom Hearts game series, mm. Final Fantasy Remake, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, The Last of Us, Resident Evil, David Ray Cry games. Many of these that were fully completed oh. close to that point. Most of them are now lost. Now Kat has called me ungrateful and her boyfriend liked the Xbox she gave him. I asked her if she destroyed his old Xbox. She said no, and that she just gave him to him gift wrapped last week. I asked, why wasn't I given the same treatment? And it wasn't because, and it was because they saw that video yesterday and got the idea to recreate it. I told Liz, I do appreciate the gift, but she needs to know that she broke a part of me that has been built over the years. It sounds stupid, but I really was proud of my collection. Liz then said, well, why can't you just do it again on the new PlayStation? I told her I could do it, but it would take a lot of time and effort, and I may not want to put it again. She just brushed off and said, well, you can play your new game anyway. They're probably better. At this point, I left, and I went to a friend's house where I'm writing this now late at night. I don't know what to do at this point. I really don't care about the PlayStation 5, and I'm mad that a fucking viral video made this all happen. 
what the fuck is wrong with people where they think destroying someone's personal property is funny. They tried showing me the video, but I'm not watching that shit. But and I had a great relationship to the point. We've been together for four years, and this is the only major issue that come up. Some might think this is just a video game where that I can get passes, but I don't think I can. I wasn't that, it wasn't that she did it. It was the fact that after she didn't, didn't seem to know why or care to know why I'm so upset. I never had this feeling before and really don't know how to proceed from here. So that's the first part. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I'm thinking, don't break people's shit. I mean, you may not understand video games, but yeah, a lot of these things have sentimental values. Right. And then it, it's somebody's personal property. Like you don't, you don't just do that. Like I would be mad if you broke even my lamp and it's my lamp, bruh. Like it's just a lamp. Who the fuck? But like, it's my lamp. I paid money for that. Like, and I'm right to be mad about you breaking my shit. Like it's not. You yeah. I want to just break Nikki Alley's lamp thing. Surprise. I got this from Bed Bath & Beyond. It's way better. It's and I'll, and I'd be all like, but girl, why did you break my lamp? Why did you just... <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and read the update. Okay. Okay. Well, it's been a hellish couple of weeks. First of all, I appreciate all the support. I didn't get to respond to many people's because my life been a whirlwind last week. It took a lot of time thinking and talking with my friends and family about what happened, where to go from here. I tried saving the hard drive from the PS4 through my buddy who's more tech savvy than I. We had no luck in that regard. All that stuff is lost forever. The PS5 has been at my our place since the incident, but I have no interest in that right now. I didn't go back to the apartment for a week. I finally told Liz we need to sit down, have a discussion about everything. It was a long conversation with a lot of tears on both ends. I want to go into exact detail about explaining to her how her actions affected me. The comparison, some people told me that about smashing her phone, laptop in the same manner really hit her. In that moment, she understood, I think. I once again asked why she recorded it. She said she wanted to capture the moment of my happiness. It wasn't about Instagram, TikTok, cloud, or whatever. She thought it would be excited, wanted to have that moment captured forever. I told her I understood that. Finally, I told her the truth. I told her I couldn't trust her anymore after this. She destroyed something so dear to me. I broke up with her. Maybe it's irrational. Maybe I'm overreacting. I think after a conversation with my parents, friends, and her, I really cannot love someone who doesn't empathize with me enough to know that breaking that PS4 was a bad move. This incident should have never happened if she knew how much I cared for this, especially during a year as rough as this. I told her that I'm moving out of the apartment to live with my parents for a bit. I said I'm breaking the lease in March, so she has to, until then to find a new place. She was upset, but I stood my ground. So I spent Christmas with my parents, and while a little sad, I think it for the lease. She tried to reach out, but I told her unless it was about the stuff about the apartment, then I don't want to talk to her right now. As for me... I think I'm done with gaming. I find something else to keep my interest. I didn't take the PS5. It will be really hard for me to find joy in it after all this. I thought I would marry Liz. We were college sweethearts and we were happy. Now everything's broken, just like my PS4. So I would not have be so I'd rather not be reminded of that anymore. For now, I'm just gonna be alone for a while and figure things out. I believe that everything will work out in the end as long as I keep myself honest and hardworking. Happy holidays. Too long did ring, broke off my girlfriend after she broke my PS4 with hundreds of hours of progress and video games that she took and her friend wanted to record. They got the idea from TikTok slash Instagram. Yeah, that would have been honestly my advice to you as well because somebody, it should not have taken you to tell her an equivalent of what you would have to break for her to understand it. 
Like it should yeah. not have taken you being like, well, if I broke your laptop and gave you a new one, would you be happy? Like just, it should yeah. not have taken that. Like it, if somebody, not even if somebody loves you, just as somebody is a decent human being and understands like the value of like possessions, like your possessions, especially like if you've had them for a long time, you don't, you don't just do that. Yeah. Like you don't just because you saw a video on TikTok, like they probably have that kiddish stage. Yeah, it's it's more than likely staged. Like he probably was playing, like he probably saved all his shit and was playing some random game he didn't care about if he was even playing a game at all when she smashed yeah. it. Like it's not it. I'd like it's like you kids don't understand you're not in a simulation. Like this is real life. Like it just, and I'm just like, you don't do that. Like if you, if you claim to love this person, like why would you destroy something that you know he loves? Yeah. I mean, probably for clout. And I guess same thing. Like I'm not a writer, but I wouldn't never think about burning Nikki Alley's like collection of like books and like journals that she read and just thinking, ta-da, here's a better, like here's a virtual iPad. So you can do all that stuff virtually. No, like, just like, it's the same way I would never like burn any, like I wouldn't break any of Belmar's video games or I wouldn't like, you know, and be all like, I got you something better. Like, I would never do that to her because I love her. But like, also because, <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like, I just, and it's like, this is why y'all need better friends. Do you remember when I, do y'all remember last year when I talked about how that like math teacher thought it would be a cute idea to do Native American chants like for Sokotoa? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how I was like, she needed to run that idea by somebody else? This girl should have ran this idea by more than just her one friend. Like, yes so because you need that friend sometimes you can be a cheerleader but also you need that to be the coach that no bad play don't do that do something else right. go back in the game need exactly. that friend that's a coach yeah because this wasn't it babe boo boo this wasn't it it wasn't smart that man and that man deserved to break up with your ass over it because like it you ruined something like it just the fact that you crossed a, a boundary enough to break something of his is one thing but it was something with sentimental value that he knew that you knew he loved so yeah and I guess what's crazy because he's thinking the first thing he thought like what happened did I do something wrong when she first broke it so yeah yeah I that mean, speaks to much more like of and I and I know like some people will be like well that's normal like you know then like relationships or whatever like when a girl gets mad like she'll like no no I'm sorry like if like it's one thing like if he had like you know I don't know cheated on her or some shit like or like he did something unforgivable but like obviously he was like what did I do wrong I don't think like something minor is is, uh earns let me break your shit that doesn't that's not what that earns okay like I just and that's not the way that you talk out your feelings like even if you did do something majorly wrong to me in a relationship guess what like if you cheated on me I'm just gonna ghost your ass 
I mean, even if we live together, I am going to, you will be gone and I will erase myself from this house. Like it doesn't exist. Like that's, that's yeah. my, I'm not going to break your shit. I don't need to break your shit. Cause I don't want to have to pay you back. Frankly. Yeah. So like, that's not, I get like, I get it, but at the same time, it's not normal. So like it's, if that was her reaction to shit, like, a, or like a legitimate, no. Yeah. So, and I guess that reminder of the saying Rome wasn't built in a day, mm-hmm. but it was burned in one. So this relation wasn't built in a day, but it was burned in those 30 seconds. She decided to break his PS4. I just, I mean, that it just goes to show you, bro. Like you just can't come back from some stuff. You just yeah. can't, even if you don't think it's that big of a deal, you, you can't, you have no idea how something is going to affect somebody else until you do it. And like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, something to take from that. Everybody don't, don't put your hands, don't put your hands on your significant other, but don't put your hands on your significant other stuff to, to, to harm or break it. And don't get your ideas from TikTok or Instagram. Please, for God, please don't do that um yeah and like get better friends the end yeah because this all could have been avoided like and if you're not sure just just like email us like hey (laughs) i'm trying to like give my boyfriend a new like ps5 and i think it'd be cute if i broke his other one and gave him this new one i would immediately email you back and be like bitch no (laughs) no unless you're tech savvy back everything up but breaking it no because you can sell a ps4 or you can keep it for nostalgic purposes because as someone as we because uh star dragon and I, we still have like our go our old school nintendo 64 a lot of that's nostalgic and we'll probably never ever think about selling those games or breaking them and as a girlfriend to a guy who loves video games i would have never in 100 years so even as a person so yeah on all levels technical foul you should have a friend her friend catch it and said no i just gave my boyfriend the xbox you shouldn't destroy his shit so. Yeah, and that's that. Um, okay, my last one is Am I the Asshole? It's my Am I the Asshole. And it's the Am I the Asshole for sending someone's fiance the lewd and insulting messages he sent me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this person is 37. I was somewhat wild in college. Ooh. Okay. As in, I slept with multiple guys and party, but I didn't ever do anything illegal, dangerous, or immoral. I'm now happily married with two kids and I have no regrets about my fun time while in college. A few months ago, some guy I hadn't talked to since I was 18 and a freshman sent me messages on social media in the middle of the night that were horrible. It was basically a drunk rant about how I was a huge whore, I spread my legs for anyone, how I love doing sexually explicit things with him, etc. I immediately blocked him and ignored them. I recently saw his post from his now fiance, who I used to be friends with in college, but I haven't talked to in years, announcing their engagement and gushing about how he's the kindest, most gentle, wonderful guy in the world. I was pissed that he was pretending to be some great guy while sexually harassing me in his spare time. So I forwarded her all the messages he had sent me. He contacted me because he got his my, her number from mutual friends, freaking out. Told me I was insane and jealous of his fiance. I didn't think I did anything wrong, but our mutual friends are all on his side and said it was crazy for me to contact his fiance who I hadn't spoken to in over a decade over some drunk messages he claims he didn't even remember sending me. A few even had, a few even he had only told the truth 
quote unquote, since I slept around in college. Now I'm wondering if I'm overstepped by sending messages to his fiance. Thoughts? I mean, to be honest, he contacted you. I mean, if he just remembers sending him, he probably wouldn't be sending it at all. Just, I'm not, because I'm guessing it's pretty close to his wedding and he's probably acting out nerves or whatever. So I don't think you're wrong for sending it to her because I'm thinking if he's sending it to her, is he sending it to other women he probably fucked around with or is it just you? So that's very sus. I think, um, oh, and I'm guessing her friends, I'm guessing they're defending him. They're kind of in the wrong because I'm thinking, okay, he's a good guy. He fucked. Oh, you're probably jealous. I don't think you're jealous. I'm just thinking, okay, that's concerning that he's sending this message to me, even though he's supposed to get married. So I think you're in the right for like Cindy. I don't think you're the asshole at all. I think the guy is being an asshole because I'm thinking, what? I mean, here's your consequence of your acting. You can't just be drunk texting and like sexing another woman when you're supposed to be married to another person. So I'm thinking, are you really this kind person or was this just a mistake so i'm guessing just several messages not just one so yeah i mean if i was the fiance yeah i'll be shocked and like oh yeah my fiance's been drunk testing this girl that i knew in college um first of all i think the biggest issue should be with him and thinking what the hell is up with this you can't just blame her yeah she had a wild past but she's different now i mean mm-hmm. well, regardless of that why are you reaching out to her yeah. So I think that's probably a conversation you have with them, like thinking, I want to talk to you about these messages. These are concerning. So I shouldn't be blaming her. Yeah. Um, I agree wholeheartedly with all of that. Uh, yeah. For him to, for him to contact you again after he contacted you the first time, because you forwarded those messages to your fiance and to contact you again, to not say, I'm sorry, that's not who I am. Like I was drunk. I didn't know what I was saying. Like, but I sincerely apologize. But instead he decided to double down on being a fucking prick and told you that he was just telling the truth. Um, just telling the truth on some of them, um, tells me all I need to know. I would forward his fiance, those messages. Hey, guess what? He contacted me again to tell me that he's even more of a fucking prick than he was when he was drunk. So like at the end of the day, you're definitely not the asshole for telling her because guess what? If it wasn't you, I mean, he may sit here and call you a whore, but what is he? Yeah. He slept with, he's probably also a whore probably slept with plenty of other women in college as well and guess what it's probably not just you if he didn't do it to you now he's probably going to do it to somebody else when he's married so it's like it's if it wasn't you it was going to be some other woman contacting her later on to be all like oh by the way did you know you're like uh your husband your fiance or whatever is a total fucking prick uh yeah. who like called me a whore and uh basically uh said all these terrible things to me mm-hmm. and you're over here looking like a jackass calling him the kindest person on earth on for girl you don't know the half of it and so yeah, yeah and your friends fuck your friends get new friends um i wish like listen I wish that y'all need better friends i wish like y'all had better friends i just really do i don't know like are these your friends from college Like, because uh, some of the times what happens when you have friends who are not evolved people, 
who don't know how to evolve, like they will meet you at a certain point in your life. And all they will see for the rest of the time that they know you is whenever they met you at a certain point in your life. So if these are your friends from college, all they see of you is the fact that you used to be wild and do bald headed ho shit. Okay. And like, and they are not looking at you as the like person with two kids and who's happily married at all at this point. Um, so yeah, I would, your friends, fuck your friends. Um, because like, they're not supportive whatsoever. Um, because what did they say? She, they should, that she shouldn't have contacted the fiance because she hasn't spoken to her in over a decade. Why are they not saying the same thing to this other man? Why are you contacting her now? If you haven't spoken to her in a decade for what? Why? I just think it's always interesting that like women have to suffer the uh have to suffer consequences of their actions of being a whore but men don't men can sleep with 20 women and it's like oh you know he was just a guy in college that's totally normal but a woman sleeps with 20 men in college and it's like you fucking whore like just like vitriol so it's just kind of like let's give him the same energy you're yeah, because it goes accountability both ways. I'm thinking exactly. if she's accountable, because put it this way, like if 10 men and 10 women decided, okay, they're going to be whores because at the end of the day, okay, if the women get pregnant, at the end of the day, they're taking care of the children because most of the child care falls on the women, but doesn't fall on the men who can get infinite amount of women pregnant. So yeah, the women are taking accountability for the promiscuity, where that leads to children, STDs, et cetera, but men are not being held accountable for their promiscuity. No. So listen, if we're going to give her vitriol for what she decided to do when she was eight fucking teen years old, let's give him the same energy. Fuck you. I'm going to say it right now to him. Are you listening? Whoever the fuck you are. <laughs> fuck you you're a fucking whore just a whore not a man whore you're a fucking slut you're you're a (laughs) slut you fuck you wanted her you wanted her and that's the only reason you contacted her and you're mad because she didn't want you back and she tattled to you to your fiance and so you deserve every single tongue lashing you get from your fiance over your uh your behavior i hope did it said how the fiance reacted to the messages or no it did not like it didn't say anything about it just was the reaction unless she um hmm let me see Uh, comments (laughs) judgment bot um View entire discussion. Let me see. I don't see anything in here where she says anything about her reaction. Okay. Because what the one she said, she never responded to me, but she didn't block me. So I can still see her social media profile and post. She doesn't take down anything about him or their pictures. So I'm assuming they're still engaged. No clue how she reacted, but she obviously shared it with them. <coughs> hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Yeah. No. I just so who knows how the fiance reacted to it, but um, I guess that they're still together. They're still together, so that's her choice. But 
you know stay out of my messages ho like you decided to contact me what i do with him afterwards you should have thought about that before you got sloppy ass drunk and uh messaged me so you you're accountable for your actions sober or drunk asshole and so if i decide to keep them then i can do that um so yeah you're not the asshole here he's the asshole um and he deserves the whatever is coming to him whatever bad things i hope he steps on legos i hope that his furniture gets moved to slightly to the left and that he stubs his toe i hope that he, he was a job end up ho- end up homeless yeah i hope that his wife's fiance cheats on him <laughs> with some better looking person um who's not an asshole um anyway yeah so we're i'm done that was it those are my two uh, uh advices um, yeah get better i guess supportive friends that can be a good coach to like say time out champ don't do that shit and also okay go for it give you that speech if you need to go for it so better friends Rome wasn't built in a day, but was burned in one. So good relationships need to be nurtured, but then you could also destroy it in good 30 seconds as shown through my PS4 story. That's right. Um, so yeah, you gotta be careful. Um, as far as, oh yeah, uh, put your foot down, make sure your partner is doing equal work, okay? Because what you don't wanna do is take on all these responsibilities and then be, uh, uh uh what's the word i'm looking for not regret um mad later on that's not the word i was looking for but i'm gonna go with it mad later on because you've taken all these responsibilities on make your expectations and your standards clear at the beginning y'all move in together you you go in there and you say hey look at me if we're gonna do this you're gonna take on this and i'm gonna take on this we can renegotiate as time goes on because you should but like I'm not going to be doing all the, I'm not, I'm not your wife. There's no ring on this finger. And even if I was your wife, this is my left hand. Even if I was your wife, even if I was your wife, I'm still not doing all the shit. You're going to have to contribute to this household as well. And not just financially. We're not in the fucking sixties and seventies anymore. Ho. I also make money. Okay. Also bring in money. So you also have to childcare, clean, cook all yeah, that bullshit. So- let know the boundaries be known early on or else they're just going to let um be continued to just continue well now i'm stuttering now let them be the boundaries be known early on so that i guess they don't get too comfortable and just thinking well you're fine cooking clean you always cooking clean Mm-mm. don't do that don't do that to yourself because you're just going to be Mm-mm. don't do that um yeah, and like we said when when we gave are you your are your New Year's resolutions uh, type things, you know, reframe the goals for your lifestyle. Everybody is different. You can't just go off of what you see on the internet. Don't please don't. Like influencers have different resources than you do. <laughs> like yeah. they have more time on their hands, so they actually have like personal chefs and trainers to do meal prep for them. I mean, I understand if you guys work a full-time job, you may not have time to do the meal prep shit. Right. 
you got to work with what works for you and you got to work up to your goals and you got to be open-minded. So, um, yeah, um, that's it for me and my advice. Any closing remarks, Belmars, anything else? I guess closing remarks, uh, just take care of yourself mentally, physically, please get boosted when you can and, um, get better friends <laughs> yeah that's the takeaway from today get better friends my god please get better friends ones that will also help hold you accountable um yeah uh take care of yourselves especially if you're in houston the weather over here is so weird um, yeah it's hitting the south harp one i heard so the yeah. cold weather Hopefully it warms up at least a little bit. Like we get to the sixties or something more bearable. Like, cause let me tell you something. I don't like this. Um, I'm a summer baby. I don't like <laughs> the cold. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Get yourself boosted. Take care of yourselves. Um, and yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Oh, I keep doing my thing wrong. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>